What do you get when you take a psychologist slash psychic, a radio personality, and an improv comedian? You get three crazy wahines talking whatevers. Ever Beach back then <laughs> was like two lanes, no houses, nothing. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Yeah, yeah there was crazy. no Ever by Gentry back no, then. There wasn't. <laughs> yes. Ever has blossomed like acne on a teenager. It, it is oh my massive. God, the Creates Happiness Podcast. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast what we do here is bizarre unsettling and riveting you're listening to creates happiness podcast with nadine mj and marnie if you have any questions or show topics hit us up at creates happiness podcast at gmail.com that's creates happiness with a y podcast at gmail.com all right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Create Happiness Podcast. I'm Nadine. That's MJ, and this we What's have a up? special guest. We have a special guest. His name is Brian. Brian, um, you, I saw you on social media, and I freaking was so intrigued by your story and how you got into this entire situation. First of all, we're sorry it's so early in Hawaii. It's eight o'clock in Hawaii. It's like yeah. almost, <laughs> it's one o'clock for me. <laughs> Um, but if you guys don't know, and you guys are from Hawaii, Brian is in the medical field and I saw him, um, he was speaking out about a situation that happened in Hawaii. And I felt like it was something that more people should know about. So I'm going to use our create happiness podcast platform to talk about it and let him tell you the situation he found himself in and why he's speaking out. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. First of <laughs> all, can guys. you tell us what you actually do? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm a board certified and state licensed occupational therapy practitioner. Okay. So as an occupational therapist, what we do is we physically and cognitively rehabilitate people that have had surgery, injury, illness, or mm-hmm. suffering from disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work in different types of settings, outpatient, acute care, which is like hospital, subacute, which is skilled nursing facilities. Um, we work with pediatric um, as well as geriatric populations. That's what I do. Oh, okay. That's awesome. That's, yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we, do, then, we do quite a bit. Right. So you are busy. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, for a while now, I've, I've primarily been working with the geriatric population mm-hmm. in a skilled nursing uh, facility setting. Uh, and that's really where I love to be. That's uh, kind of our forgotten generation. It yes, seems like. yes, yes, yes. I, I love the geriatric population because they have so many stories. Yes, and they just want somebody to listen to them, you know, and yep. they got such yes. good advice. I just freaking I'm like obsessed with them. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that sounds crazy, but I, I love hey, to hear same them. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. so tell us what happened and how you got into this entire like social media thing where you were speaking wow. out about the COVID-19 stuff that was happening in Hawaii. So I've been speaking out uh, about what's been going on with the COVID-19 since I've, I've worked on three, isolate, or three COVID units, two isolated COVID units, and then one step down recovery unit um that was at the facility that i worked at it's uh, again with the geriatric population yeah so for over a year now i've just been speaking to people individually one-on-one sharing yeah. my experience uh i noticed people were really fearful of mm-hmm. what the news is portraying yes uh, so i would i would talk to people and after i spoke with them i saw that they weren't as fearful uh, after getting the, the facts. Yeah. Um, never thought about going on a bigger platform. Never never had an idea of sharing anything in video. That's really not what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Um, I'd happened to be attending a freedom rally at the Capitol here in Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And friends had been urging me to speak out on a bigger platform, but I didn't really feel a need to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just so happens I'm there all day. It's hot at the last minute two gentlemen come up to me and ask if they could uh, speak to me. They asked why I was there. And that's where my tongue just kind of let loose. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. it all just came out. So mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of, it was just very impromptu, Yeah. you know, and uh, I guess it just resonated with people. Yeah. And I that's love why it. everybody heard it. Yeah. That's okay. crazy. Blew Tell up. me a little bit about when, okay. So you said you, you were on two COVID floors and then one step down. So what is a COVID floor? How does that work? What do you what do you do so, when you're there? Yeah, so what happens is a isolated COVID unit is just designated for the people that are going to be working on that unit because they want to isolate the patients. They don't want um, 
uh, they want to limit the, the ability of transmission mm-hmm. of virus to leave uh, that section of the mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's kind of blocked off. You go in one entrance and out one entrance. Um, it's just for designated employees. Uh, so at the time, um, what I started to see was uh, a lot of the patients that we were treating weren't even sick. They were all asymptomatic. So even though they had experienced a positive PCR test, none of them were sick. None of them had uh, added symptoms or worsened symptoms than what they were already dealing with. So a lot of them are pre-existing, have pre-existing symptoms or uh, conditions. Yeah. And if you're, if you're being treated by me, you're very old and you're not healthy. Yeah. Already. Mm -hmm. So so the fact that COVID wasn't adding any complication Mm-hmm. to their already pre-existing condition. It wasn't killing them off like what we were seeing on TV. It right. just red flags went up immediately. I thought, okay, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it really was what they're saying it is, it, it, it should be wiping out everyone in this facility. Yeah, right. You know? yeah. Uh, we, had a, we had a 97-year-old with congestive heart failure, with end-stage renal failure, uh, you know, diabetic, uh, low blood pressure, receiving yeah. blood pressure medication, just symptom or a precondition after precondition and had no added complications from their COVID diagnosis. Mm. 96 oh, wow. year old. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was seeing a lot of that. And then I started to see hospice patients that were terminally ill and passing away from the terminal illness being pushed onto the COVID unit. And immediately after they would pass away, were yeah. added to the COVID death list the very next day by Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. Wow. See, when what? this whole thing started, yes. I, I, I'm I a big advocate of, because I'm in the medical field as well, and I would say, I said, this is what I believe, and I feel like mm-hmm. people with pre-existing conditions are the ones that are actually passing from COVID but being labeled as COVID because that's where their money is, right? Um and, you know, people are like, ah, whatever, whatever. But I mean, I'm glad you're on here because you're actually giving a voice to some of my theories. You know what I mean? I have a girlfriend. She's a physician and she always says the same thing. She also says that when they're on the units, she believes that it's oxygenation over ventilation. What is your theory about that? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, ventilation is the last right? leg. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Hail Mary. It's yeah. never what you want to go to first. So the fact that facilities would attempt that first is very suspicious. Right. Now, we never did that in my setting. I work mm-hmm. in more of a subacute setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing that I've had to deal with is there are a lot of other practitioners, a lot of other clinicians that have attempted to discredit me because of the, the setting that I work in. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I have to explain to them is that if this was Ebola, it doesn't matter what setting you're in, mm. you would pass away. You'd get severely, if you have Ebola at home yeah. or if you have Ebola, you know, it, it doesn't matter what setting you're in, you're yeah. going to get sick. You're going to yeah. exhibit symptoms and worsen. That wasn't happening in the setting that I worked in. And I, I found that very odd. And yeah. I, one, one of the things you said was great because I, I haven't really shed new light on the subject. I've really mm. just reconfirmed what people thought all along. Yes, that's, that's mm-hmm. all I've been doing. It seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And because, you know, we don't really a lot of the insiders, they don't want to talk about it. As a matter of fact, this past week, um, I have followers on my channel and every week I go off on this freaking rant about like <laughs> the current events of the world and this medical stuff. Right. Well, yes. I got a message from an actual employee and I cannot tell the facility she works at, but she said she so she just got hired. She was given a um uh, NDA, uh, NDA. She can't talk about anything that happens in her hospital. Um, yep. So no, you know, they, they've they got people's pretty much balls to the wall because you can't say what you saw. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so I, you know, I've, I've had, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, so one of my cousins or through my husband, he's, uh, his cousin actually had a, um, well, his uncle, <laughs> his uncle basically was on his way out. He was already like, he's sick, you know, like he's super yes. sick. And then he basically caught COVID through the family. Right. And yep. um, I mean, like, yeah, he ended up passing away, but he was already like at the door, you know, like just already there. So yes. I don't know if they 
said i mean i don't know if this pushed him and then they said it was like covid related because he you know so i don't know how that went i don't know yeah. if it was considered so I can, a COVID I, can kind death. Of, I can kind of elaborate on that a little bit yeah um so here's here's the thing that a lot of people are missing is they're hearing this covid diagnosis so they're taking it as written in stone mm -hmm. but if you look at the a lot of the RT-PCR tests that they're administering to people, mm -hmm. if you actually read the printout, the printout says that it cannot distinguish between, or differentiate yep. mm -hmm. between a bacterial infection mm -hmm. and a viral infection or a co-infection. Mm -hmm. And if you know the difference between a bacterial infection and viral infection, they're treated very differently with yeah. different therapeutics. Yep. So if you're yeah. mislabeled and you have a bacterial infection, but you're they're attempting to treat you with antivirals for a viral infection, they're not going to work. You're going to die. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to worsen and, and possibly die, I should say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of what I was seeing also. So I started wow. looking into this test and I looked at the printout on the test that they were giving me every week. Mm -hmm. And I realized, so I'm just going to read it out loud. Mm -hmm. I yeah, have okay. here. So this is from uh, Clinical Labs of Hawaii. And this is the RT-PCR test. They did this one on me in August of like August 25, 2020. So it says, a positive result does not rule out bacterial infection or co-infection with other viruses. Detection of SARS-CoV-2 viral RNA may not indicate that SARS-CoV-2 is the causative agent for clinical symptoms. <laughs> so here we have a test that says, one, we, we can't tell you if it's bacterial or viral or mm -hmm. if you have multiple infections from different things. Mm -hmm. And even if we could detect SARS-CoV-2, it doesn't mean that's the cause of your symptoms. Right. So at best, this test is ambiguous. Yeah, it's a blanket what? test, basically. Yeah, it yes. says you got something, yes. you, you got some that's kind crazy. of viral bacterial infection, but we don't know. We don't know what it is. Yeah. And so in this, so what was happening was people were labeled COVID because of this test. Yep. But what I suspected was a lot of them had flu and pneumonia. Yep. Because a lot of them presented with flu, pneumonia, even UTI, urinary yep. tract infection. Yeah, yeah. Yet they weren't given the proper therapeutics because at the time there was no treatment. There was no protocol. There was no FDA approved therapeutics for COVID, SARS-CoV-2. Mm -hmm. So what was happening is patients were put on an isolated COVID unit. They were made to ride it out for 14 days. They weren't given any type of therapeutics. At best, they were given supplemental oxygen. And mm -hmm. if they got bad, they were given continuous oxygen. Well, if you're struggling with pneumonia, yeah, eight liters of oxygen isn't going to help you. Yeah, you yeah, you need all. like a steroid. Yeah, oh my exactly. gosh, wow. mm -hmm. yep. that's so crazy. You know, it's funny you say that because um, my girlfriend, her son, high school, um, has a girlfriend. As you know, what high schoolers and they do in relationships. So he had con contracted mono, and um, for whatever reason, oh, they had to travel. So he had to get swabbed, right? Mm -hmm. His test came back uh, that he was positive for what? COVID. So she had to change all of her flight stuff because oh, they couldn't travel, right? But it turned out he had mono, not COVID. Not, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And she was wow. so pissed off because they were going to go and they had spent a lot of money on their stuff. They couldn't yeah. get, I think it was like they got their stuff back and they couldn't get their entire First of all, the airlines doesn't give you a hundred percent refund. They say we'll give you a what a voucher that you can use at a later time or like a half off or something. It was she was so upset. But you see what I mean? Like you don't know. You're taking this PCR test. People are thinking, yep. and the and the media has people believing that if you get this test and you're positive, you guarantee must have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you go to yep. the hospital, do they actually like do further tests to see if that's what you got, or they just like take that result so, and just run with so it. How it works at the hospital, I'm not exactly sure, but how mm -hmm. it worked at my facility was mm -hmm. kind of funny. So what they would do is they would just run the same test twice. So basically, how you got a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how you got a, a false positive was they would do this huge round of testing. They would test every worker and every patient in our facility. And of mm -hmm. course, you're going to get positives because yeah. people are always suffering from something. When in the history of the world has everyone been healthy? Right. It, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you're always going to get positive. So in that way, it's a very genius test to run. 
Yeah. Because you're always you're you're always going to get someone positive. But mm-hmm. when they would get the positives, they would call the person down if they were a worker and say, hey, you need to come back down. Uh, you're positive. You, you, we can't have you on the floor with patients. They would test them again with the same test. Oh and if gosh. they test it positive again, then they said, okay, it's a for sure positive. <laughs> and technically, what, technically that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, technically it's true, but so, they don't know. So mm-hmm. a false positive is they test them again the second time and it would come back negative. So then they would label them a false positive. Jesus, yeah. that's so that's weird. And, and they're basing treatment and diagnosis and care off of this faulty test like it's very scary yeah yeah so could you be negative and actually be really positive absolutely yep absolutely yeah because the test is faulty and and this is why this is why the fda and the cdc they've pulled these tests they pulled over 290 of these tests because they're a class one um uh recall Mm -hmm. because of the danger that they have the potential to cause now i've seen the danger firsthand Mm -hmm. um but yeah, and I've been talking about it and everyone's, oh, you're crazy. Why would they test us with a test that doesn't work? And I would show my coworkers, <laughs> yeah. I would show them the printout and then they their head would just kind of drop and they'd be like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Oh my God, that's crazy. What is your, what is your thoughts on one test or you know how people are like, there's the antigen test, right? Versus the PCR. What do you think yep. about, what's, what's your thought on that? I mean, so the the thing is, unless the virus has been completely isolated, mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't even know if an antigen test would would work because this thing may or may not exist in nature. We really just don't know at this point. That's true. You know, there's there's been so many faulty tests that have been run. Yeah. There's been so many mislabeling and, and so much like misdiagnosis that's happened that I really don't know. I mean, I I'd say it's a much better way of getting tested. Yeah. It's probably more accurate. Hope, hopefully it can differentiate between things. That's mm-hmm. really what you need. Yeah. Why not run a test that just looks at virus since we know this this is a coronavirus? Right, right. Why have something that, you know, is, is going to possibly mistake and uh, test positive for bacterial infection or something else? So Yeah, that's so, so it could crazy. be It could be a, a much ac- more accurate test. I haven't had one of those done on me, so I have no idea. What is your thoughts on, like, some of my girlfriends are like, I think I might have have it had it. I want to take an um, yeah. an antibody test. Um, I wouldn't even. I mean, why why even subject yourself to that? Right. If, That's what I said. <laughs> if you think you had it and nothing happened to you? Chances yeah. are you didn't have it. You're fine. You're mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's called hypochondriasis. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's being a hypochondria. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if I go to the doctor's, like, man, I know I have a flu. Can you test me? And he's like, what are your symptoms? I have no symptoms. He's going to look at me like, don't waste my time. Right. In the coronavirus era, that's perfectly legit. That's perfectly logical, which is scary. Right. Exactly. How how do you feel about the vaccine? Uh, So I'm neither like, I'm all about like pro-choice. Yeah, me too. But to be be honest, so I can only speak on what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And so what I've seen is you figure I worked eight months around uh covid units around uh covid recovering labeled patients Mm -hmm. and in that eight months i seen a total of 12 deaths now those 12 deaths couldn't fully be attributed to covid because some of them were hospice terminally ill patients just added to the covid death list Mm -hmm. um others like one i know had aspirating or yeah they had uh, aspirating pneumonia oh they aspirated and acquired pneumonia because they couldn't get whatever they aspirated on out of their yeah. lungs. Now, I know this for a fact, and that person was labeled, labeled COVID, COVID, labeled COVID death um, because they weren't given any antibiotics to, to treat their pneumonia. Um, so all these people I saw, I couldn't really attribute to COVID death. So that's 12. Now, once, so after my experience on the COVID units, I was promoted to director of rehab at another facility um, I assume it was due to my work ethic and like my work yeah. on the COVID units. So I got promoted. That's when they rolled out the vaccine. So mm. at my facility, they administered the Moderna vaccine. Mm-hmm. In three months, I think it was like three, three and a half months, I saw 32 people pass away almost immediately after taking the shot. 
So, so the vaccine does not help, you think you're saying? Would not um, help or you know what to be honest, I just saw it created more side effect and more death than I saw on these COVID units. So that that leaves me suspicious. Um, I've spoken with doctors. I mean, and these people are the head of continuing care for the elderly here on Oahu. Mm -hmm. They're like the vice presidents. They they run these boards um, as MDs. And they've even admitted to me that they've seen where these vaccines, both Pfizer and Moderna, have killed their patients immediately after being administered these these vaccines. So all I, all I can say is what I've seen. Suspicious. I, mm-hmm. I choose not to put a vaccine in my body, especially Me something that's, yeah. that's been synthetically created mm-hmm. in a lab. And there really is no proof that this, that what they're putting in people yeah. actually exists in nature. Right. You know, they, they filled out the rest of the code to, to de- develop it because they yeah. thought that's what it was made of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I... Me personally, so I would never. You're not forced to do it being a therapist in, in so, your line of work. Well, yeah. that's changing now. So initially, we weren't forced. Initially, it was voluntarily. Right. Voluntarily. So yeah. mm-hmm. But there was a very low number of people that, because they left it voluntarily, um, that actually very low get it, yeah. of people that actually wanted to get it. So then yeah. they they man- they're to trying to mandate now. People and, and mandate. Uh, Biden's even put out a press memo stating that he would remove uh federal funds from skilled nursing facilities uh, if they didn't have their workers yeah and i knew it was coming to so that what are you point. gonna do isn't that their choice like i feel like if they choose not to get it and they kind of get it, the disease right. and they right. die that's their fault so why right. not let them have that choice right you know exactly. what i mean like it's, it's like, up to them right right who are you 100%. to control that if, if i jump in a car and decide to not yeah, wear a seatbelt exactly yeah that's on you exactly life, then you yeah. know what that's my kuleana that's yeah. on me exactly you know, yeah my exactly. responsibility and that's what gets me heated is the fact that they're taking away our choices you know yeah it's okay if we choose the things that they say yeah you got to do it's okay if we're going along with that but the minute you go against the grain they don't like that and yes. i just i'm not about you know that like forcing people to take something it's like um if if i just saw this uh meme too it's like if you're an employee and your boss says you gotta have sex with me you know what i mean it's like forcing them to do the same thing you know what i mean i'm like oh my god that is like freaking on point you know that's not a choice yep it's coercion yes i actually got vaccinated and the reason Mm -hmm. i like i i asked some questions because we actually have a cousin in our family that is a scientist that does the testing for Uh covid so he's the he's the scientist that actually is um creating the tests and shipping it out to like the um asia to get tested so that you know Uh so he's that person so he got his shot so I asked about it and I was like, what do you think? His wife told me that she was going to get it. So I was like, oh, well, if he got it and she got it, you know, it's safe to get it. And then I hear all these other things happen after I got it. And I was like, dang it. Yes, yes. Yeah. But then also mm -hmm, MJ did experience like some after effects too that she's not quite sure whether or not. It, it is from it. that or not because right. yeah some symptoms yeah some there's, stuff have there's happened. been a lot of that um mm-hmm. at the time i was the director i had a lot of my employees that took it um you know i gave them the speech hey you're not forced if you decide not to take it and you feel pressured come talk to me because mm-hmm. i i will stand by you and advocate for you mm-hmm. um most of them decided to take it and hey god bless them for that you know yeah, yeah. that's that I, I love the fact that people are willing to make a choice and then stand by it yeah yeah but yeah. yeah what we started to see immediately after they were taking these shots is just a lot of bad issues, side effects yeah, a lot yeah. of cognitive issues a lot of joint issues yeah uh one, one of my employees Boy. his face his face uh left side of his face went numb for four Bell's hours palsy. oh my gosh that's terrible luckily it it came corrected back. itself yeah. came back um but now this individual is suffering from all kinds of joint issues oh um and has to see a specialist for that now that's so yeah, terrible. We have some that are uh, they're on light duty and possibly going to go on disability because of it. Now what? again, I'm not saying that's going to happen to everyone. It's just mm-hmm. what I've seen. Yeah, you know, with the, you know the what? people that have taken I it. I just read this past week is one of the things I talked about on my stories. I read the clinicaltrials.gov document. Mm-hmm. 
Because you know how whenever something, whenever pharma or anybody for that matter puts out any kind of thing that's supposedly going to be out there for public consumption, right? They have to put out a their clinical trials, right? Their results, everything. It has to be well laid out, their procedure, how long they're going to do it, the date that they're going to start, what they assume to get from their testing, right? So when I read it, I was freaking floored because it says it's a three-phase thing, right? They tell you they're going to test it and it is a test. It's not it's not a, it's a trial. It's not an actual thing um, mm-hmm. that they're trying it on humans, healthy humans. Right. And their whole mission was to see what was the correct dosage. Cause they don't even know the correct dosage yet. How long uh, the longevity. So how long was it going to be before somebody got effects from said dose, right? The yes. different age ranges that is more susceptible to this dosing and wow. um and then as a uh you know if if you happen to die that's just well it happened you know what i mean uh that was like oh okay well somebody died we're going to take that you know uh data and we're going to be like well this person had this this and this you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's a really I, I was shocked to hell when i saw the clinical trial document of it and this was a government doc anybody can look this up um yes. But what I was also interested in, which they are not talking about, is the exclusions. Because there are exclusions for people. There's a long list of exclusions, too. Um, it was such things as, like, if you are, if you're not mentally stable, if you are a regular smoker or vapor, if you, um, there was, like, so many. And I'm like, that's freaking most people. So most of us can opt out. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. But they don't tell that. The, the, new, the media does not tell you that. But at the same time, yeah, I was thinking about that because like some people may have more of a sensitivity to the the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like my husband, he's perfectly fine. His mm-hmm. whole family is perfectly fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they didn't experience like stuff that I experienced. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, but majority of the people are doing fine yeah. from the vaccine. Yep. So that was another thing in the clinical trials document. And it said they were giving out three different Oh, they had different testing groups, right? They had placebo, they had uh, blind studies, and then they actually had the actual shot. So Mm -hmm. I said, if you got it and you did well, right? If you actually got it, because at this point, we don't know who got what, right? Um, You might be extremely healthy that your body hasn't reacted, luckily for you, right? Or you could have very well gotten the placebo, lucky for you again, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's something I found out after too. I wasn't, I was unaware that people were receiving a placebo, which is pretty shocking, right? Because right. you think you're receiving the, the yes. real vaccination. Yeah. So uh, I've had friends uh, similar, no reaction whatsoever, no body ache, no fever, yeah. no flu-like symptoms after. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That they're like, yeah, I didn't, I it didn't even hurt when it went in my arm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh man, yeah, then I didn't no get issue. that one. <laughs> yeah, because MJ's I wish I got that one. <laughs> yeah, MJ's arm was swollen. Yeah, MJ. MJ oh, it was so goodness. swollen, and it was. It no. felt like a like someone punched me in my arm like oh. really hard, and then it, it lasted a whole week. I was like, oh my oh. god, it was crazy. Yeah, but then, I, yeah, I've seen both ends of the spectrum where I've seen people pass away from it. Now again, those people were underlying, very old, yeah, yeah. pre existing conditions. Yeah. And then I've seen people that have had no issues with it whatsoever and would gladly take it again because yeah. their experience was so good. Because so, they got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dummies. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like the next day. Well, you know what? My husband, the one that he got, he had the sore arm. But then mm-hmm. like the next day, like I, the second shot, it was the second one. I felt like really like blah like i didn't want to do anything i felt like i had a light fever some body aches i felt like i had a small kind flu right Mm -hmm. and then the next day i was like on it like i was doing everything and anything and i felt like i had i was like on some type of red bull or something you know like i was (laughs) i was just going at it and i was like what what the hell like it's crazy how i felt (laughs) then after that slowly there was some stuff that started happening and i was like what the Mm. hell is going on you know like this is happening more and more like it's a it's an underlying effect that i had before but then now it's like what the hell is going on but my husband he had that um, f- 
he felt lethargic and just like you know mm-hmm. blah didn't want to do anything um the second day but after that he was like fine everything was fine no no problems his whole family no problem yeah i i think it's i think it's just people's genetic makeup too yeah, um, yeah. some people will receive it a little bit easier um mm-hmm. you know because what's happening is your body's now constantly making this synthetic spike protein supposedly so yeah uh the body's gonna feel effects on that you're putting something that's foreign in your body and anytime you put something foreign in your body your body wants to reject it it wants yep. yeah. to, to fight it, it. Yep. exactly yeah. so and that's i'm sure the, the body yeah struggling to maintain homeostasis right and isn't point. it isn't it true to abrin that like okay so they give you the vaccine right and the vaccine has mrna and it has a spike protein in it right so the spike well the mrna teaches your dna to re kind of reprogram it so then it starts making all this other bad stuff that usually your body would not make in a normal yeah, situation yep. your body would fight your infection by kill your white blood cells would kill the yep. bad yucky yucky stuff right but mm-hmm. now because they're putting this thing in that's pretty much reprogramming your immunity to not do what it's supposed to do that god made it do you know it's so bad yeah that's scary it's definitely you know to think that your body is now producing something that it never once produced that may or may not exist in nature mm-hmm. um may or may not come encounter encounter with it um is you know a little alarming yeah so but again i'm not a virologist yeah, you know i yeah, don't work yeah. in a lab yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um I, I choose to try to put things more organic Yes. in nature in my Me body <laughs> um, yeah. just because i figure the body knows how to metabolize those things it recognizes yeah. them you exactly. know knows where they go and knows how to code them yep um so that, yeah. that you know i i would never tell someone to take it or not to take it i i really believe in personal choice um Absolutely. half of my family has yep. taken it the other half hasn't taken it mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i love them all some of them have yeah. experienced really bad side effects mm-hmm. from it and some of them haven't yeah. yeah. What are you going to do now that they're mandating, though? What, what are you going to Yeah. Oh, are... um, I've already uh, figured that out. They fired okay. me. Oh, <laughs> so, no. What? Yeah, my company fired me. Oh, no. Because you, you decided, is it because you decided not to or because you're speaking out? Oh, because I'm a whistleblower. Yep, uh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. On... Oh, go ahead. Because it's funny because, I'm sorry, but, but it used to be where you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, you know, you you wouldn't fault the whistleblower, right? Remember, they had a big thing about that. There was, I think it's even like supposedly some kind of government law that you shouldn't be, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, faulting the whistleblower, right? But now, see what I mean? This, you cannot, uh, so crazy. Yeah, wow, initially, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, initially, um, they put me on paid administrative leave. I was on mm-hmm. paid administrative leave for about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the company, uh, we would, have these discussions which i recorded everything mm-hmm, good um, and they weren't sure how to handle it so the the situation that i'm in is i work for a rehab company called reliant rehabilitation mm-hmm. that company is subcontracted to have therapy or to carry out therapy in different skilled nursing facilities throughout mm-hmm. hawaii mm-hmm. so it was the pressure from the skilled nursing facilities that I worked in. I worked in two. I used to go back and forth between two facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the pressure from those facilities after seeing the video. Um, they pressured the company. The company didn't really know what to do. They paid administrative leave. Mm-hmm. After a week and a half, they asked if I would participate in a interview to discuss, mm-hmm. I guess, what I spoke about. Yeah. On the the uh, whistleblower video, mm-hmm. I totally agreed. I said yes, I'd be willing to, but I asked them to provide me certain things so that I could adequately walk them through the fraud. Yeah. The, the billing department fraud, the ICD-10 uh, diagnosis codes. The coding. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. higher reimbursement, mm-hmm. they refused. They wouldn't allow me the resources to uh-huh. to point this stuff out and show them. And they just they said, "We'll call you back. We'll get back to you tomorrow." They did. The next day they called me and they said, we've decided to just terminate you your employment yeah. with us. Let you go. Too close. That's why. Too close for comfort. That's why. Exactly. Wow. They don't want this information getting out. They don't want people to know that this is a cash cow right now. Yeah. This is yep. a moneymaker on yep. so many levels. Yeah. And that's what, what? I said months ago. I said, yep. um, one of my girlfriends who does coding, she told me what it was. I think it's like mm-hmm. 35,000 in the door, right? 
45 to 80 out the door. So if the person dies, they code mm -hmm. it that way. It yep. basically doubles. So yep. at that point, they're oh almost the hospitals and stuff. They were almost kind of like looking at it like cash cow. Like, well, Big you know, time. ventilate Big them time. if they happen this, to die, this, you know. This is why this is why no one's questioning oh these tests. Yeah. No one's questioning these tests because they're money makers right now. Why question a test oh, that's making wow. them rich? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so messed up. Exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing is, is, you know, when you think about it, right? Because, I mean, I know the whole medical stuff. It's like, it's so funny. People are like, well, I'm just doing what I'm told on the floors, right? Okay. Well, yep. the person that's higher up that's writing these protocols for you all. That person got blood on their hands because they're yep. the ones who's telling you guys ventilate, ventilate, ventilate. Ventilating is always the last thing, like you said. You know what I mean? It's so crazy yep. to me. And, and usually, those people in administration aren't treating the patient. Yeah, they're not evaluating the patient, no. so they yep. shouldn't be dictating or determining which codes. Right. Which code is that person's primary diagnosis code? It should yeah. be the actual practitioner, the clinician, the person that's doing the evaluation, the assessment. That's the person that knows what's going on, that's you know? Crazy. And unfortunately that's not what's happening. In my facility, it was the billing department that would decide, you know, all, all my therapists would have the correct primary diagnosis code, mm -hmm. yet the billing department would heavily hand it, like they would they would just with a heavy Cold hand, the hand out of it, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta change this code. We, we, we gotta put this new COVID code. I'm like, why? Like, well, we get more that's... money for it. We get higher reimbursement. Sheesh. Yep. And it's all going in their pockets, not yours. Right. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not trickling down yeah. to the therapist. I mean, I was okay yeah. as, a, as a director. I made a pretty decent salary, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah I mean, my, my company cut our wages by 4%. So luckily I dodged that bullet by being the director, mm -hmm. but they cut the therapist. So here you have companies that are cutting their employees' wages by like three, four, five. And if a if you were a state worker, 9%. Jesus. Yes, what? They're making, so they're cutting people's wages by but they're a still making a killing they're making, yes. they're making a killing oh my god on this reimbursement from covid whether you're uh diagnosed or whether you're labeled with a diagnosis yeah. treated or died of it yep. what did what did oh they say god. what was their reasoning behind the pay cuts uh so i guess it's due to changes with uh medicare um <sighs> they're changing reimbursement so they're lowering the amount of money you'd get paid for administering certain treatments. Yeah. So they had to cut wages to offset that. Oh, that's such bullshit. It, oh it's my all God. shareholder. Yeah. It's like, you know why? Because everything's projected profits. Yeah. Even if they make a profit, they want to make the projected profit yeah. that they yeah. promised the shareholders. So that's really what it's about. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Okay. So, so do you, in, when you were working there or, you know, you, when you were seeing things, did you yes. feel like other people saw the same thing, but just weren't saying because they were afraid or whatever? So there's there's two sides to that. So one, people that were around me definitely knew what was going on. I made mm -hmm. sure they knew what was going on. Like mm -hmm. I, I made no bones about it. Yeah. Guaranteed my coworkers, none of them are shocked by the video. They, no, no, no. They but did they, like when you mentioned but, things, they were, were they like, oh, you're right. You know what I mean? So they would they would have this moment of clarity because yeah. they would try to deny it at first. But then when I would show them the test and what yeah. the test said, when yeah. I would explain to them about the hospice patients, there were these moments of clarity. They'd have that epiphany of, wow, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like now this makes a little bit of sense to me. And then immediately a few seconds after be like, yeah, but why would they do that to us? Uh, cognitive why dissonance. Yeah. Like why would they test that didn't, didn't really test for it? And like, what, what, why, what would they gain by killing people? It's like, uh, money, money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of money, guys, federal yeah. funds, the cares yeah. act, like yeah. tons of money out there right now for the grabbing. That's, That's so what, crazy. So, yeah. So there was that. And then there are those ones that they really don't know what's going on. And it's, it's because, so there's the cognitive dissonance side, yeah. right? Group. And then there's the ones that all they're hearing is COVID. Mm -hmm. Another two tested positive, another three, another one. So all they're seeing is COVID. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that, no, this person's presenting with mild cardio infarction. No, this yeah, person's yeah. presenting with CVA. No, this person that's been having UTIs is presenting with a UTI. This yeah. isn't COVID, guys. Yeah. 
But because when all you're hearing is COVID, a lot yeah. of times all you're seeing is COVID. That's so crazy. That's so Gosh. crazy. It's so crazy. It's so funny how humans are. I I love studying humans. That's my initial, my original profession. Um, the Ooh, way yeah, that they I, think, I wish I studied sociology more. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is it is so interesting to me how yep. people take things in and, and how they process it. And then the two choices, right? Okay, either I question or I just keep going along, you know? Exactly. And it's been it's kind of scary, really, because um, for lack of a better term, a lot of them become just like sheep. You know what I mean? Like I'm just yes. gonna take what they're saying and and they they cannot, the government is not. They wouldn't ever do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 mm-hmm. I totally understand what you're saying. A lot of people that follow the the herd, right? Yes. They don't they don't ha- speak out. They don't say, state their... Because I'm that type of person, too. I'm that type of person who is like, I will say what I feel or think. I'm not the person who will follow with the crowd. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's my it, curse too. Yeah. It's so funny because people, this herd mentality, don't realize that there is such a thing as herd immunity, but they rather go get jacked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you well, guys yeah. are so dumb. For, for instance, here in Hawaii, um, we had a 60% vaccination rate. So at that point, you would think, okay, where's, yeah. where's this, when's this herd immunity kicking in? Yeah. And then we were at 70% vaccination like we actually hit where 70 percent of our yeah. state is vaccinated now i think it's like 80 yeah we're like wow. up to 80 yeah. percent vaccination rate no herd immunity yet yes yeah, see it, it totally disappeared yeah. That's it's insane. like the flu and it's That's getting worse no herd immunity. oh my god it's, it's getting so worse your numbers are climbing right now yeah so yeah well, so like- we have the highest like we have a really high vaccination rate yet we have really high covid numbers yeah and a lot of those so and what they're hiding is that most of those people that are testing positive again with a faulty test yeah are that va- are the vaccinated oh really absolutely yeah so, so the, is this the delta variant so no well so there's so supposedly there's a test for a variant but when you call this the facilities you call the testing no, side yeah you call the ERs and say hey where can i get tested for delta they don't they're like we, we don't yeah. know yeah we don't know mm-hmm. they have no idea See, that's what trips me out too, because how can people say, oh, you know, the Delta variant, but you don't really have a test for Delta. So how do you know it's the Delta other than people are telling you that, you know? Exactly. I mean, the RT-PCR test can't even differentiate and and distinguish between things. But now we have this test that can pull Delta out from SARS-CoV-2. Like, it's just very suspicious. If you cannot distinguish between bacterial Mm -hmm. and viral and COVID, then how in the world, if they can't even do simple (laughs) COVID, are they going to get freaking Delta? Give me a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. It's com- It's very it's common just by sense. your symptoms, yeah. probably. They're just judging. Yeah. And the symptoms for Delta are the same symptoms That's for That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And every other coronavirus. They're, they're headache, fever, muscle ache. Yep. Yeah. Cough, cough Stomach throat. Aches, vomiting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's That's, like everything. I mean, if I if I eat bad Mexican, I have the same symptoms. Exactly. Or bad poke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some, you know some, what I mean? Uh, yeah. Some. That's the poke. worst, right there. <laughs> That's so crazy. You know, and the other thing that I had seen, and I was like all about it when I saw this on your social media, when I mm-hmm. saw Josh Green go into that restaurant. And well, I saw him before that, and he was like bitching about people not wearing their masks. You gotta yes. wear a mask. You gotta wear a mask. You gotta wear a mask. Then I see him go into this restaurant, and he has no mask, but the employees have masks. Okay, but him and his goons have no mask. And I was like, yep. what in the fuck is going on with that, right? And I was like, that is yep. so hypocritical. And then when I see you say, Josh Green, how do you feel? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so everyone, everyone was waiting out front. Uh, we'd been tipped off that he was having a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he he definitely wants to run for governor when uh, Ige steps down. Yeah. So we we were tipped off by someone that works in the office where they have to submit their uh, paper when they're going to do a fundraiser. Uh-huh. So he submitted it at the eleventh hour, trying to sneak it through. But luckily here in Hawaii, we have what's called the coconut, coconut wire. wireless. Yep. <laughs> so everyone knows someone. Everyone's got one auntie guys or yeah. cousin, yeah. someone that works in yeah. some department somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We were tipped off that he was going to have this fundraiser. They told us what time and where it was at. So we had a group wait out front 
And when we were waiting out front, I just seen the big exit sign through the restaurant. I said, you know what? Guaranteed this guy's going to leave through the back. I'm going to go hang out back there. So I was the only one that went back there and Mm -hmm. I waited for about an hour. Yeah. And eventually he came out with his uh, two bodyguards. And that's when I uh, approached them and asked them about the hospice patients that were placed on the COVID death list. You know, and he had nothing to say. That was amazing. I was was reading the news and they were saying, because I still do radio out in Hawaii, right? So, like, I I say some stuff, you know, like, whatever's on the news and stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. reading that he's getting death threats right now. And I don't think it needs (laughs) to go that far. You know what I mean? But, yeah, he's getting death threats. I don't know. I'm of the the opposite opinion. He should be. Pressure, man. Pressure. Well, the one thing I can say is, so, um, they were trying to insinuate that, uh, during that video so the news edited it really well to only show certain parts of course Um, they were trying to say that i guess i was one of the individuals giving them death threats i've never no you didn't say that i saw the whole video i never never even cursed at the guy no no, i wasn't even oh wow no you weren't exactly yeah you know i felt like you know i was appropriate um but yeah so I've never seen anyone, and I assume maybe he has gotten threats. I mean, I think if I was in that position, that's yeah. probably something that you have to deal with, unfortunately. Yeah. And you know, that's too bad because that shouldn't happen. Mm. Um, some people let their emotions get the best of them. I never try to operate in evil. <laughs> I always just try to operate and be very matter of fact yeah. about things. But yeah, I so I, I messaged him on social media and I just I saw said, hey, that. You know, yeah. I still once threatened you, like, come on. But, you know, that's the brilliant well, thing about social media. You put the facts out, you put the live actual video out, and they mm-hmm. cannot mess it up. They can they can, you know, news can try to cut it whatever way they want, but people have already yeah. seen the thing in its entirety. You know what I mean? And, and that's what's causing him to lose credibility. That's yeah. that's what's going on, and that's what he doesn't really understand is that you can spin things as much as you want. You can speak with anecdotal rhetoric as much as you want. People are going to see through that at some point. Yeah, People exactly. are going to start seeing the truth. So I'm not even asking him to step down. I'm just asking him to be more transparent with what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's I, a doctor. I, I mean, he that. should. He's well, a physician. Yeah. And he's, he's not naive. He's, no. He knows what's going on. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. He, he's complicit in, in all these things that are happening oh yeah you know see, and you know fun. you're so like the way that you speak you you speak really well and you're very um akamai you know so oh, i you. i think <laughs> that you wouldn't be the type of person who would threaten him because you don't no, speak never. you know what i mean like yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. people yeah. Yeah. unable to speak with diction yeah you know they let their emotion right. carry the conversation exactly Absolutely. yeah that's you not know, me what is funny is that um I, I found it ironic that everybody was going out there to his apartment building, right? And they were like beating drums and stuff. And then he says, oh, we're going to have curfew. I'm like, you are such a fag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you cannot handle, <laughs> like you put this stuff out there and you cannot handle. So now you're going to have like some freaking curfew because you cannot yes. handle the heat when you know you're lying. Then the other thing recently I found out too was that his don- donors, he had Pfizer donor. donor. Yep. I yeah, was like, absolutely. what, what? And, he, well, then and he, he comes back he, with like, oh, yeah, that's been a thing. I'm like, bitch, shut yeah. up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he, he did come out and admit that. But the point is, it's still a conflict of interest. Totally. It, it's still totally. unethical. So yes. whether it's permissible, it's unethical. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it, yes. yeah, you've been transparent about it. It's still a conflict of interest. Well, technically of he course, wasn't uh, because somebody came across that. So he yeah, didn't so when they found out, then yeah. He, yeah, it, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just like that state. The, the senator, right? Didn't a senator like yesterday get caught for having oh, donors as bribe. well, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yes. and I guess they considered them uh, uh, briberies. Yes. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, same yep, could be said for green too. I mean, if we're gonna look at it like that, it, same could be possibly said about that. You know. Hey, if if someone's lining my pockets with money, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to, you know, there's yep. there's a likely chance that you're going to promote their product, that you're yep. going to endorse what they're endorsing. Yep. I mean, Someone told me that F- Pfizer's um, top guy did not even get vaccinated. No, he Absolutely. didn't. Yep. He didn't. Yeah, he was on social media and he said it himself. He said, oh, because yep. I, I'm healthy and I feel like there's, a, I don't want to cut in line is was his exact words. So even the owner of pfizer is not taking the vaccine yeah. and wow now he's now he's since changed his story and said oh i i got it but who know at this point everybody's like you're freaking lying you know what i mean 
Right now, I'm a veggies person, but I love meat. I mean, come on, yeah. I love smoked meat. Ooh. I love beef. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But right now, I've been eating a lot of veggies, just trying to keep my immune system up. And yeah, yeah. for sure. What is your favorite veggie dish that you've been loving? Oh, I love. I love broccoli. Yeah. I love any type of stir fry, vegetable stir fry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, my, my recent like obsession, which I had before, but now I'm back in it again. You know, that Chinese eggplant with um, garlic sauce. Oh, that, that, that's my jam right now. <laughs> oh, anything garlic <laughs> or teriyaki. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. So, 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 oh so, my so, God. So, so. Okay. Are you a <laughs> pancake or a waffle person? Oh, waffles all the way. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep. Okay. Unless it's pancakes from Boots and Chemos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Are you chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Mm. Oh, not my skin color. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say vanilla. Yeah. yeah. Vanilla. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, do you prefer hamburgers or hot dogs? I'm a guy. Hot, I mean, hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hamburgers are good. Okay, so earlier you said Mexican. So we're going to put up the tacos versus the hamburger. Oh. oh tacos, come on. Tacos. <laughs> okay, if you had a choice, would you be a ninja or a pirate? Oh, man, that's hard. I, I love the ocean, so I think I was a pirate in a past life. Oh, I wow. Yeah, I love That's sailing. Cool. I love being on the, the ocean and on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Are you, a, are you a morning person or an evening person? I love getting up in the morning for surf. Yeah. But I'm more active. My brain is yes. more awake in the evening so yeah. i would say i operate better in the evening but yeah. i like to i like to experience the morning yes yeah. okay so you said Aww. you're a surfer where's your favorite yeah. surf, surf spot oh kaiser kaiser bowls yeah bowls. i live right across the street so i look oh, out okay. oh, wow, nice. yeah, 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 and yeah. then i go surf but how's yeah. it been now like totally like on that how's it oh, been yeah. with being outside you know because vitamin d that's a big changer for people absolutely um so yeah definitely i love that's rid that's what I would do when I was on COVID units. I would just go outside, get vitamin E, take some multivitamins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's what's different is people actually notice me and recognize me now. Yeah. So it's a little odd. Oh. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, can just surf in peace. You got to be like, no, hey, that's like, the guy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the guy. No. So it's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, that's so funny. funny. Okay, are you a car person or a truck person? Oh, I love trucks, but they're so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Love trucks. So I'm a truck and the person. Gas. But, but I've, I've only owned one truck my whole life. <laughs> Wait, what kind of truck? What kind of truck? Toyota. Uh, I wish. No, that's too expensive. <laughs> I had a, a Ford Ranger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So, given now you have like, you know, cars, um, do you prefer to be the driver or the passenger? Uh, I like I love the passenger seat because I love to look around and sightsee yeah. and yeah. always got to be camera ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. That's true. Okay, um, are you in a theme park or like um, let's just say carnival? Do you prefer mm-hmm. the roller coaster or the bumper cars? Oh, bumper cars. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love roller coasters. Now they scare the crap out of me. I'm oh my god. <laughs> Nope. Isn't That's it so- like riding a big wave though? <laughs> I mean- yeah, I'd rather do that than a roller coaster. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you a Netflix guy or a YouTube guy? Oh man, uh, YouTube because I can find what I want, you know? Mm, true, true, true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, this is a interesting one that I like to ask people. The toilet paper roll, do you like it over or under? Oh, better be over. Um, okay one last one would you prefer somebody who's a good cook or good in bed (laughs) (laughs) every guy says that yeah That's so freaking funny. Oh my god. That's so funny. That's what DoorDash is for, right? That's what DoorDash is for. I cannot order me a good sandwich. 
sex oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, but, <laughs> but not to Garen's. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Listen, so thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my offer up about coming on here. Um, mm-hmm. It was I loved hearing about the story, what happened, how you got onto this whole thing. Thank you yeah. for informing us about what's going on and our listeners yeah. as well. Um, I'm going to have your stuff in our description box about where yes. they can find you. Thank you so much again. You guys have a good, good Saturday. I'll talk to you guys later. And then Thank you want us to so stay. Much. Yeah. Aloha. All right. Aloha. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Well, good- goodbye. Goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, bye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y.